You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Another week ahead and uh, Teamless Tuesday, of course. It's the day we always look out for each and every week if you're the fan of your club. What changes have been made by your coach? If you're coming off a loss, usually there's some this early in the season. We know that one club has made some significant changes to their uh, to their lineup for this weekend's clash. As I introduce Gary Belcher, how are you, Badge? Good day, Sats. Yeah, talking about the Broncos, we'll, uh, we'll discuss that in uh, in more depth. And, of course, there's uh, that mid-season signing that yeah. uh, happened last night. Former Origin player? Yeah, from the Cowboys mm. down to the uh, Dragons, Josh Maguire. It was, it was anticipated that was going to happen, wasn't it, with mm. the relationship that he's got with Anthony Griffin. But Anthony Griffin has made, a, made some comments publicly about what he'll bring to the Dragons and – He'll only add to their their depth, won't he? Well, they're going very well, yeah. Um, and and that's a it's a good time, I guess, for him to uh, to be joining them. Hey, we uh, we were at the launch of the Magic Round today. Yep. In uh, Brisbane, we were on Brisbane River. Fortunately, none of us fell in. But um, former players from every club joined in the, the upside uh, festivities. down festivities. Yeah. Uh, why is it the upside down river? Because the bottom's at the top. Oh, it's brown on top. Mm. Instead of yeah, it's, it's not looking catch, great. But it, after all that rain, you know, isn't it good to catch up with some? Players across all all ages. Yeah. There's Gerard Beale, for example, who's probably the, the most recently We're still retired. Still playing. Still playing, still playing in the Intrust Super Cup. All the way up to Up to me. Well, you, actually, that's what I said. You're I, the oldest. Darren Smith was the well, second oldest. Well, when Smithy oldest. got there, I said, oh, thank God I'm not the oldest. But I think I've got him by a bit. I think you got him by about three years. No, I got yeah. him by more than that. Mm-hmm. He just looks older than me. But um, I did beat him in the uh, in the what the water, water watercraft kayak. bike thing. Water bike yeah. thing. Did you beat him in that <laughs> hey, challenge? It was pretty interesting, but 30 days until Magic Round. Uh, mm. four, four, over four days two years ago. Didn't have it because of COVID last year, but but all jammed into three days this year. Uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. A double header on Friday night. Triple header, triple header, Saturday, Sunday. And the listening to Andrew Abdo, the NRL CEO, who was at the launch day of Magic Round, talking about the numbers Financially, yeah, yeah, it's, it's up, upwards of over twenty million dollars. It's worth a hell of a lot to the economy, which is great. So hopefully, nothing changes there. Fingers yeah. crossed around COVID, and uh, and tickets aren't that expensive. Um, I think they were saying a three day pass is ninety something bucks. Yeah, for one person or a family for thirty nine for one under day. Three hundred, yeah, for all three, or you yeah. can get thirty thirty something, yeah, thirty nine or something for one day. So um, reasonably priced. Yeah, made it and a day, of course, is not one game. It's uh, well, there's a couple on Friday night. Two Friday, triple header, triple header. Yeah, three Saturday, yeah. three Sunday. So they've done away with Thursday. Yeah. Don't forget in Texas anytime, 0477-736-736 or get us on Twitter as well, at Sports Day QLD. We're going to have a hot topic surrounding the decisions that Kevy Walters has made around his team selections. Uh, has he done enough? Should there be more 
or has he gone too tough so early on in the season? We're going to catch up with former Test opener and current Bulls batsman Matty Renshaw. He'll join us to talk about the upcoming Sheffield Shield final against New South Wales starting Thursday. And, of course, it's Teamless Tuesday. Don't go anywhere. We've got some sports update coming up next. Sports Day, Sports Update. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Fair bit going on in the world of rugby league, especially in the Queensland teams. Well, the Queensland team, one of the Queensland sides is losing a player and heading south. That player is Josh Maguire leaving immediately after five rounds um, and going to St. George Illawarra Dragons where he'll meet up with his uh, former Broncos coach in Anthony Griffin. Now, that's Ben Hunt, Badge. That's Andrew McCulloch. As Josh Maguire, three players who he knows what he can get out of them. He knows how much they can help each other. They would have played a lot of footy together, Absolutely those three they too. Absolutely, yeah, through they? the 20s up through the first grade. There were people uh, critical when Anthony Griffin um, bought uh, Andrew McCulloch. Yep. Um, and, of course, he made Ben Hunt skipper. He's been one of their best players, McCulloch, yeah, I might yes, add. He has. So mm-hmm. he, well, he seems to know what he's doing. They've won four, of the, four straight after losing that first game. Yep. Dragons. Yep. Well, Coach Anthony Griffin, as we spoke about, he knows – all about Josh Maguire and what he can tap into. Uh, this is what he had to say about what Maguire can bring to the squad. He's someone with experience. He's played for Queensland. He's played for Australia. He's played a lot of finals football. He's an extremely tough competitor. Um, and he's probably underperforming where he is, and um, which makes him, which puts him on the market. And we spoke about this a while ago, the dark arts of um, roster management. Roster management. Um, so, again, he comes, um, with all due respect, at the right price for us. Um, and um, I know what he brings to a team. It might, mightn't be really visible at the moment with where he is at, at the Cowboys, but I think he'll be a, a great asset to the Dragons and the people. You know, we, we've already got a good pack there at the moment that's, that's doing a good job. Um, but I think over the next two years, he'll, he'll really add to that. Now, I think the most important part to come out of that is not only the experience, but with all due respect, he comes at the right price. You're an experienced player, origin, test level, at the end of his approaching the end of his career badge from an age perspective, but comes at the right price. Yeah. Now, what he does also add there is they've come off a really good win against Parramatta. How does he break into a side that has Blake Laurie, Paul Vaughan, Josh Kerr, Tarek Sims, Tyrell, Fui Maono, who... They've all been playing yeah. really well. Yeah, I'm not sure how that works, but you, you know you need more than 17 players, don't yeah. you? You need more than nine strong forwards, eight strong forwards. You just need more players throughout the year. So, uh, And you know, I'd imagine the Cowboys are still playing, paying a, a fair bit of his uh, his coin, his money there to, to let him go, Josh Maguire. So that's a pretty good deal for the Dragons. Yeah, so I, th- I think he's going to be a good signing for them. I don't know what role he plays, but... He'll every, play a role. Every team needs sure. a niggler, and yeah. he's, he's definitely good at that. Now, yeah. the Brisbane Broncos, we're going to talk about in our hot topic the changes that Kevin Walters has made uh, to his uh, to his team list and some important changes, uh, many things. Matty Lodge says the Broncos, well, we've played the nice guys for too long, and the axing of some, some key players shows they're drawing a line in the sand. But he also made some comparisons around some of the young players' badge and how they compare to the current Penrith young stock as well. This is what he had to say. We're coming here, we're working hard and the tide's definitely going to turn with this group and I think once that once that clicks in some people's head and the confidence is on, it's a different ball game. Like we've got kids here that are just as talented, if not more than if not more than that Penrith team and they're going out there confident. So one day it's gonna it's gonna click for them. 
if that's the case, that's arguable. But it is arguable if they've got really good talent. I suppose the difference is the kids that are at a young age are performing. Yeah, and, at and, Penrith. And when are the, you know he's saying you have to be patient. It's yep. going to happen at some stage. There's a lot of talent here, but uh, unfortunately, fans and everyone else aren't as patient as as uh, as you'd like them to be. Sometimes he also said that um, yeah, the dropping of Anthony Milford is a, uh, as you just used the words, that's a real line in the sand moment from Kevy. I guess he's drawn a line in the sand and, um, you know, although I feel sorry for guys when they miss out, uh, I guess you can't keep doing the same thing week in, week out and expect change. So Kevy's um, looked at the game and found some things that he's not happy with and he's holding people accountable. And, you know, we all we all know Mills to the talent of first grade footballer, but... Um, him and a couple of us aren't doing the things Kevy wants and, you know, I applaud him for putting his foot down and taking a stand for something. So I'm sure Milford will be back, definitely. Everyone knows that talent is. It is a big call, but, you know, good on Kevy. At the same time, you know, Milford costs a lot of heat and pressure, but, you know, I think it's, I think he should know it's not it's not all on him. You know, he's, um, there's a lot of big guys around him that were letting him down and, um, unfortunately, he's, take, he's taken... Um, Bit of the rap for it. He's our senior guy, and you know everyone across the, across the squad is uh, vulnerable to it. And you know if you're not performing, Kevy's shown that he will get sit you out. Well, the team needs something, obviously, and you know we've we've played around and played the nice guy for a long time, and um, it's not not getting us anywhere. And someone's got to put their foot down and be ruthless. And whether you know it's Milf this time or me or whoever it is, or you know there is a time where if you're not performing, you're out. Well, it could be a decision that Kevy Walters makes that could be the. The change in his coaching career, the really good change that um, that he's that he's looking for at the moment. But we'll see. Thursday night, of course, they're playing the Penrith Panthers, the table-topping Penrith Panthers. Let's see if those changes will come to fruition. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, and for Kia, introducing your new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. We're going to talk about the uh, the decisions Kevin Walters has made in our hot topic coming up next. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Now on Sports Day, it's time for our hot topic. For expert car air conditioning service you can rely on, visit repcoservice.com. Yeah, the hot topic uh, focuses around the decision made by Kevin Walters, head coach of the Brisbane Broncos, and some of the changes he's made to the first-grade lineup for this week's clash Thursday night against competition leaders, Penrith Panthers. You've got to make some pretty big decisions, mm. Badge, and he's, uh, he's wielded the axe on one of the biggest. Uh, yeah, and everyone, you know, he's been talking about this for a couple of days. Anthony Milford has, uh, has been dropped. Uh, Tessie New as well. Yes. So they're the big changes. Croft comes into the 5-8th role, uh, so he'll share the halves with uh, with Tom Dearden. Uh, Jesse Arthurs, who's a talented player, isn't good player. he, from the Gold Coast? Yeah, he's got a lot of Matty Gidley about him. Mm. Really good on his feet. Comes into the centres for Tessie New. Has, has Kevy gone far enough? Um, some would suggest no, but there's, there's not too much other, many other players he's got. I, I really think he'd be looking uh, for someone else in the halves there yep. to, to probably to part, partner did and if he had them. So obviously that's not there while Staggs is out. Uh, I, I think otherwise as soon as Staggs is Do you think he ready, would have been a six if he was fit? Yeah, well, well he wants to play goes, there, doesn't he? Yeah, apparently goes all right. I mean, I, I really think he's a great strike player in mm. the centres, but maybe he's got even more to offer with the number six on. Um Corey Oates, he's, he's in the extended squad. That's a player who you, I look at and go, well, he could add something to that side. Well, he gets you on the front foot as a big mm. man. And when you're struggling to score points badge, like the Brisbane Broncos are, one strike weapon that every club has got is scoring off kicks. He, Same amount of yes. points. Yes. He's going to do that better than 
David Mead, who's been very good. Tremendous player, very David good. Mead. And he's trying really hard. But Corey Oates offers something a bit different there yeah. with that, that go forward as the first receiver after a, a, a kick return or, or if they kick it directly to him. Um, it's, it's a really difficult one for Kevy, but I'm glad he made the changes he did because he's, um, you know, he's sent a warning shot to everyone. I don't think he's gone too far at all. I, you know, we have some coaches that look at the salary cap and the amount of money that players are on and say, well, we can't have him sitting in second grade. It's it's wasting money on our cap. You have to make should a have stand. nothing to do with it. Absolutely, should just be you're picking your best seventeen each week. Yeah, or now, eighteen now. I'll throw something else at your badge, and he's not in their first grade squad. They have got a one more spot in the top thirty from all reports. The Brisbane Broncos, Carmichael Hunt at thirty four, playing for their feeder club, the South Magpies. Oh, here he's going well, going very well. And my nephew plays at the Magpies and cannot speak highly enough of him with the young players. Well, he'd, he'd bring more than just his footy to the side too. Yeah. He's tough. Uh, he'd bring a bit of leadership, uh, an, an older head that can maybe help them out when they're struggling because they look like, you know, uh, they're, they're lost sheep, aren't they? Once mm. they get a couple of tries against them, they're just all looking around for someone to, uh, the shepherd or the or someone to lead them. Um, he could be the man. Badge, you know Kevy better than most. How would he go with, as a head coach, you've got to have those tough discussions with people. Mm. How would Kevy go with a discussion of that nature? Oh, I reckon he'd be getting better at it. He's yep. done done a few of them now. It's always uncomfortable. Yeah, isn't but it? he has coached, hasn't he? He's coached at Ipswich. He's coached at the Catalans. Yep. He's coached Queensland. You got to learn how to do that. It's 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 wouldn't be easy to do. Mm. Some for some it comes more naturally than others. But if you're honest, I think that's the key. Just got to be honest and tell it like it is. I think what we're going to see from the Brisbane Broncos, they're slowly getting better by five ten minutes. They're slowly getting better each game. I thought last week against the, the, the Rabbitohs, they were really strong in that first half, especially defensively. So this week, I think we'll see a better defensive resolve with Brodie Croft in the side. It'll have to be. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we'll wait and see. Uh, this is Sports Day for Kia with Badge and Sats, introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Well, they've been part of our staple diet, haven't they, uh, when it comes to the cricketing season, the Queensland ball. Another trophy. Another trophy. 95, us, 96 was the first. Not 4-5. 4-5, sorry. The first trophy for the Bulls many, many years ago. And, of course, we're on the horizon again of another final. Queensland versus New South Wales. Couldn't be mapped out any better starting Thursday at the Allen Border Field. And one of the stars for the Queensland Bulls join, uh, joins us on the line, Matty Renshaw. How are you, Matty? Good, mate. How are you? Really well, really well. That's probably the most obvious question. How's the how's the preparation been? Have you... Are you a nervous type of player when you lead into these big games? Um, I think there's always a little bit of nerves around when you've got sort of finals. Um, that I think we've got to try and make sure we use it as good nerves and, and make sure we're all pretty prepared. Um, we've had a good couple of days preparation. We've still got a couple more before the, the first ball and hopefully we can all go out there with... Um, our best game faces on and, and take it to New South Wales. Now, I know you've got some uh, some great rivalries and plenty of other, you know, very, very good teams you play against other states, but for, for a Queenslander, there's nothing better than victory over New South Wales. Does it, does it feel the same for you as a player? Uh, definitely, yeah. Um, it's one of those games where we always know they're going to be up and about. Um, they've got a lot of good cricketers in their side, but we've also got a lot of good cricketers in ours, mm. so Hopefully we can um, challenge them and, and sort of change the tide. Um, they've won a few trophies recently over the last couple of years. So hopefully we can start a, a little dynasty of our own of um, Queensland winning trophies. Well, I've just had a look through the, um, the well, the, the records. Uh, and it was, Queensland's been amazing since that, that mid-90s. 
Um, well, I think we've won it eight times. That's, but we've never beaten New South Wales in a final. So you know, this would be, would be nice, and uh, it'd be nice and special for us to do that, Matt, wouldn't it? Definitely. Um, yeah. Well, we won one in twenty eighteen. So there's a, a few guys in the group who have already played in a Shield final and had some success. So we've got a little bit of um, of knowledge of how it sort of goes around there. So. Mm. Hopefully we can all, all go out there and, and remember what it was like um, three three years ago and, and play like it as well. I love the matchups right across the field, uh, Maddie, and probably the most notable one, uh, Swepson versus Lyon. Uh, is Mitch Swepson the, the course, kind of player who's driven by the one-on-one clashes against a bowler like Lyon, or is he a player that just takes it all in his stride? Um, he's one of those players who just takes it in his strides, really. Um He's not really one to go up and, and and have sort of that rivalry, but he's doing such an amazing job for us. He's done an amazing job for us over the last few years, but this year especially with a few more wickets that sort of suit his leg spin, uh, he's been amazing. And, and to be in the top five wicket takers or something and played half the games compared to everyone else is just shows how well he's bowling and he's a, a key asset to our team. Now, he had to return after a stress fracture in the neck and, and took six on, on return, but I've read somewhere that he's had to change his action, his bowling action, to cater to the injury. How drastic is the is the change to his action? Uh, it's not too drastic. I think when he was just bowling a lot, um, his body was getting a little tired, and so he was using his shoulder a bit more, from what I understand. But, um, no, he's back in really good rhythm and, and bowled some serious balls down in Wollongong, and... Yeah, a few little um, little battles down in Wollongong before the final were, were nice to sort of get him get him on top. Mm. What does is, what is Alan Border field, how does that differ from uh, the Gabba or, or other grounds? What, what's unique about Alan Border field? Well, I know you've played, you would have played a lot of cricket and, and, and spent a lot of time training there as well. Yeah, I think it's just the pitch is different to, to sort of the Gabba. You've got... That was such a, an amazing, unique pitch um, for us. It generally seems around. It's got a lot of bounce, and our bowlers and batters have had some success on there. AB sort of brings it back to a bit more of a, a southern state sort of wicket. Um, there's still a little bit of bounce there, but nothing compared to the Gabba. Um, and the boundaries are quite short on generally on one side, so it can be quite a fast-scoring ground as well. Yeah, right. Well, hopefully it is when... Uh... When you're out there, are you? What about facing up against the their outstanding attack? And I know we've got a great attack as well. But when you look at Stark and Hazelwood and Nathan Lyon, as as uh, Sats mentioned, how do you prepare for facing up to two of the best speed bowlers in the game? Yeah, it's it's one of those challenges you want to sort of embrace. Um, if you have success against them, then you feel like you can have success um, against most attacks in the world. So um, it'll be a nice challenge, and hopefully our batting batting lineup can score a few runs and, and make those those big name guys sort of um, sit back and not be able to have much success. Mm. That'll be the key for for us, I think, as a batting lineup. You spoke about some of the stars in New South Wales, but. You- the Queensland Bulls alone have got, uh, you know, the likes of Uzi Khawaja and Joe Burns, Manus Labashane or Sh- Lab- was it Labashagne or yeah, but um, I was it Jack Wildermuth's back too? Yeah, Jack Wildermuth. But Uzi Khawaja, I mean, overlooked during that um, that last series where many thought that his experience and his average may have forced his way into the side. Is Uzi now at the stage of his career? Of course, age is not on his side either. 
that he just looks to to lead this Queensland side in Sheffield Shield as you know the best way he can. Yeah, I think he's he's still got those, those aspirations for pl- to play Test cricket. I think he's still good enough to to do that if they need to. Um, I love watching Aussie bat. He's mm. one of those blokes who um, just makes it look so effortless, and and you're sort of batting at the other end, going, "How is he making it look so easy?" Um, but yeah, he's he's not had had a chance to ever play in a Sheffield Shield final where he's won. Um, so hopefully he's got a little bit um, of extra added drive against his old state. And yeah, he's he's one of those players who can come out and just take a bowling attack apart um, with ease. So hopefully that all, all comes together. But it, it feels like whenever someone stood up with the bat this year, everyone, like, someone stood up. So we just need to make sure that we, we stay disciplined and, and make sure we're going well against our attack and not take it too easy. I love the way that, that he, well, especially when I watched the test, the documentary on, on Amazon, Matty, I, I just loved what he represented and was at some stage it was, it was that brutal honesty that you, you need from the playing group. Is, is he like that behind closed doors with the side? Is he, the, is he the man that if you need brutal honesty, he's the one that always delivers it? Yeah, definitely. He's I'm I'm quite close with him, and he can always if you ever want some honesty and and not to go sort of um, sugarcoat things, he's one you can go to. But as a captain, he keeps it very simple and and just makes sure that everyone's sticking to their process and and not getting too ahead of themselves. He's quite a grounded sort of character, which definitely helps in that aspect. I um. You know, I'm looking at the uh, what between the two sides and the and the you know the, the makeup of the sides and New South Wales actually the reigning champs. They mm. won the the one day final. I think it was last weekend. So the Sydney Sixers won the, yep. the big bash. So um, you know, hell of a good side, and they're going really well at the moment, New South Wales. But of course, uh, they've got to play away against Queensland now. Matt, you, there was always that advantage that you had playing hosting the final was that if it was a draw, you win the shield or you you know you keep the shield or win it that's not the case anymore i i, I believe it's a, a bonus point system yeah it's the, the same bonus point system that we use throughout the year um but yeah it, it sort of does add that little bit of um uncertainty normally when you talk to some of the older guys who have played in a few of the shield finals some of the coaches they they just said once they got a shield final, it was just a flat one and, and they just tried to bat for as long as they could. So going to add a little d- different dimension. But I think at the end of the day, if you're playing good cricket and you're playing a good brand of cricket, then you'll more, more than likely come out on top and we just got to make sure we stick to stick to that. Yeah, well, all of Queensland is behind you, no doubt. And there'll be all eyes on it, Matty. The, uh, the Sheffield Shield final starts on Thursday. So, uh, yeah, it should be a... Uh, an absolute um, ripper. What happens between now and Thursday for the team? Um, we had a, a good training today with the whole squad, and then tomorrow it'll just be uh, a top-up, get what you need. A, a few of the batters will have a bat. Bowlers might roll the arm over to, to keep the rustiness out. And then, yeah, on to it at 9.30, first ball on Thursday. We're all really pumped for it. Those big looping right-handed offies, are you going to be bowling a few of those in the Sheffield Shield, Matty? <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Um, I find your style the most – I reckon it would be the most awkward style. Because it comes from about seven and a half foot up. It's so awkward, I think, it would be to, to, to face. Well, you couldn't bat against Well, I've got, a, I got 101 for Nudgy versus Terrace one year. But yeah, I'm you're just, playing I'm, the, against the 11-year-olds. I'm not gonna, 15. Hey, what sort of crowd are you expecting, Matty? 
Uh, I'm not sure. I think for us, um, Allen Borderfield always has a few more people. Um, just being a sort of local ground, um, it always feels like there's more people than um, the Gabba sort of thing. So hopefully we'll get a decent crowd and, and a few supporters out there. Um, a few times have been quite vocal recently, the crowd. So it'll be interesting to see what kind of crowd we get on Thursday. But um, I think school holidays probably help out and then yeah. the weekend. So. Entry, yeah, entry's we're, we're free, really entry's free as well, Matt. Um, we've we've just read as well. Th- thanks to our producers, so outstanding stuff. That already first ball at nine thirty on Sunday on Thursday, I should say. Yeah, as you said, entry is free, and the Sheffield Shield is played over five days. Matty Renshaw will all be behind you as Queenslanders, hoping uh, hoping you get the victory. And um, thanks very much for joining us on Sports Day. No worries. Thanks for having me. This is Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. Yeah, it's Sports Day with Badge and Sats, and we look forward to this afternoon, uh, every every afternoon each and every week, of course. Teamless Tuesday, where we see all the changes, the ins and outs for every team. We're going to focus mainly on the, the Queensland games, the Broncos versus the Panthers. We're going to add in the Storm there, because they've always got a really good... Um, Queensland flavour to them and they've got a great home in the Sunshine Coast. Uh, also, the Cowboys versus the Bulldogs and also the Titans uh, are playing against the Seagulls. So, Bad, do you want to start off with the Thursday night game, Broncos versus Panthers? Yeah, Anthony Milford and Tessie New make way for Brody Croft and Jesse Arthurs. Ben T are going in for surgery this week. He's going to be out for 12 weeks. Ethan Bullimore comes onto the bench from them. Pat Carrigan back. At lock and uh, the Panthers, same 17. Uh, Dylan uh, Edwards is still out and Appy Corrissau is still out. But the same 17 uh, that beat Canberra last week. Only a couple of injuries. They're key injuries, but Appy Corrissau. But young Mitch Kenny's been going well for the Panthers. Yeah, hasn't he? Yeah, going good. And Stephen Crichton, the fullback, is, is holding his own. On Now, on uh, Friday night at 7.55, the storm up against the Roosters. This will be a tremendous match. I can't wait to see uh, Sam Walker up against Jerome Hughes. And... Uh, well, for the Storm, uh, he's gone with the same 17 who put on nine tries against the Bulldogs. Um, Nelson Asafa Solomana, he's always been named at lock, but he ends up coming off the bench. But I saw Branko Lee, he returned last week in the Intrust Super Cup for East Brisbane Tigers, right. actually. So find his way back in there soon. And still no sign of Dale Finucane. He's any week, they believe, that Dale Finucane could be brought back in. And for the Roosters... Well, Benny Maskey, who actually played a majority of the game in the center, in the hooking position, he's got to head to the judiciary on Tuesday night to challenge a crusher tackle. Uh, Freddie Lussick's gone under surgery. He's going to be out for six to eight weeks. Um, so if he's found not guilty, Maskey, he'll play, he'll play hooker. Um, but outside of that, there hasn't been a lot of changes to the Roosters. Seagulls take on the Titans on Saturday, the first game. Sats, uh, gun fullback Tom Turbo's back. Yeah. That's the big one. Dylan Walker. This is in Mudgy badge. Yeah, this game. In, in Mudgy, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Dylan Walker is actually out, so that's uh, they don't have to find another spot for him. He's out with an extended period with a hammy injury. And the Titans, same 17 that was so good last uh, mm. last week. Uh, Philip Sami, who got that, uh, that head knock, he has to go through his HIA protocols. Now, this is a really good chance for the Cowboys to go – Two in a row. They're playing the Bulldogs. Oh, the last game of the round, yeah, yeah. kickoff at uh, Country Bank Stadium, Queensland Country Bank Stadium in Townsville. And um, Jason Taumalala, he's been named to make his return from the hand injury. They, re- they believe he wasn't far away last week in that win against the Tigers. Mm. Um, so Cohen Hess, he actually shifts from lock to prop 
So that's going to be interesting. Have to play tough. Yeah, he usually plays on an edge. He's going to have to play in the middle and roll the sleeves up. Um, Francis Molo, one of their really good players, he's been um, he's been moved to the bench as well. And uh, they've had a couple of people out with head knocks. Justin O'Neill, he makes his return from a head knock uh, into the centres in place of um, Tabuai Fido, who's out with an ankle. And he was outstanding last week, Hamaso Tabuai Fido. And with the Bulldogs, uh, Josh Jackson, he went off midway through the second half of the storm when they got beaten last week. And he is out with Luke Thompson replacing him at Lockie. Uh, he made a, an immediate impact, Luke Thompson, uh, scored their first try mm. last week. So that's all the uh, the changes for the Queensland teams and also the Storm game as well. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see whether the North Queensland Cowboys can, uh, can back up their win last week. On Sports Day, it's time for the unusual... What? The stupid... What? And the ridiculous. It's one of my favourite segments, actually, when Oprah decides to visit the studio. It, it costs us a lot of money to get her here each oh, week. Oh, no, it does, Megan. Um, <laughs> what do you want me to do? you want me to get started? Yeah, you go first. Okay. Suli Vunivalu, who's gone to rugby in, of course, yep. he's playing for the Queensland Reds, who are going very well. He says that Brad Thorne is a similar coach to Craig Bellamy at the Storm. What? What? That's a big rap, isn't it? It is he's a big rap. He's saying he's a straight shooter. There's, I see a lot of similarities there. He wouldn't, he wouldn't uh, cop any... Uh, Histrionics from his players. Well, we talk about drawing lines in the yeah, sand. He'd, so he'd be one of those. Here's how it is, he? guys. Here's how it is. And if you don't like it, off you go. But did you have a fair bit to do with him at the Broncos? Uh, a bit, yeah, yeah. He was playing at the Broncos and I was uh, involved at the club. He He's uh, a hell of a good guy. Quality trainer, human, I've heard. Quality yeah. bloke. And, uh, just, just straight down the line. I just can't wait till he writes a book. Yeah, his his story mm. is, is history. simply amazing. Yeah, what he's done and what he sacrificed and, yeah, and the achievements that he's reached. He's still writing chapter sets. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll have a go at what. Uh, mine is former Miss Sri Lanka. Well, the former Miss Sri Lanka, she forcefully removed the crown from the newly appointed Miss Sri Lanka queen after falsely claiming she was ineligible to take part. What? Yeah, because she was separated from her husband. So she was... So she's saying the new one who so got she, crowned should not have been crowned. So the new one got a, got a anointed and the crown went on her head. And the, when they announced it, the former Miss Sri Lanka, she just walked over and said, no, take the crown off because, because you're separated from your husband. <laughs> what? I know. I, wow. I knew, I, was I this, knew, I knew this, Oprah wouldn't like it. Was this MAFS Sri Lanka? I think it was. Uh, a quick one for me. Hey, yep. if, uh, if, they don't, if they don't re-sign Adam Reynolds, South Sydney – are likely to offer Benji Marshall another year. What? He's 47. <laughs> what? What's going on? He just keeps going. Do you know, he, He's he, Tom Brady. He could do that for the next three or four years, just sign one-year deals. Yeah. Just be a gunslinger. On Sports Day, the last blast. Special treat tonight, our last blast. We're going to catch up with our teammates down in Sydney, Joel Kane and Brian Fletcher. How are you, gents? G'day, Gary and Scott. How are you, mate? Oh, really, good, we're really Joel. good. We're really good. I'm, I'm a little bit. I'm reeling a little bit from last night's maths episode. I don't know whether you guys, uh, Fletch, you and your wife Britt would be maths fans. I think. I've walked out on it. It was my birthday yesterday, so we. Didn't oh, happy birthday, maths. Brian! Wow, thank you, boys. Mm. Thirty, thirty, what? Six. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> me, me, oh, yeah, it's me, Josh, and Britt Morris. Where I was going to say, I dropped off maths last week. Okay, and and what forced you to drop off, Brian? Just. 
it's not frustration it's, it's staged. Well, no, you've gone the long haul now. and you've dropped out at the last moment. What's yeah, I'm, I know. I'm all it's in, boys. Don't worry about that. And when I found out that Belinda and Patrick were actors, just, I know. It, I, I'm gone off. It's a bit like us. Like they're not like the twelve-year-old one that dresses in the little fairy costumes. They're not <laughs> yeah. actors. Yeah. Sure, she's an actor. They're not. They're, yeah. they are showbs. Yeah, nice, nice. Uh, you, know, what do you know, boys? Well, there's huge news up here, of course. Um, I mean, everyone was anticipating it—the the dropping of Anthony Milford um, from the Brisbane Broncos. I think it's a it's a really good call by Kevy Walters. I don't know what you guys think. And have you got when you guys played? Did, was there a coach that dropped any of the like the big players, the the key players in a side? I think Terry Hill might have got dropped uh, once upon a time. That was pretty big at the Tigers. I'm pretty certain that happened. Was uh, that just for spinning when he talked or for actually what he did on the field? <laughs> I, I remember Gus um, when I first got – I, I knew there'd be a Gus, Gus story. No, yeah. Gus dropped Craig Salvatore. Did he? Oh, wow. Salvo. Yeah, that was very – that was uh, not – people were very happy with he that. Could be an, he could be very angry and, and uh, he wouldn't have taken that real well, Salvo, would he? No, and considering like during those early 90s, it was – Salvo was – Salvo was the man. Mm. He was like mm. underage. He, t- he used to kick goals, kick skipper. for touch, do everything. He was a skipper. Gus came in and, uh, yeah, shoved uh, Salvo down to reserve grade with me, which was fun. I, I, remember, <laughs> I remember Chris O'Sullivan was um, – he got moved. Ivan Henjack got put into halfback, and Chris O'Sullivan being the original halfback at the Raiders from day one. So he always wore the number seven. He didn't get dropped. He just got put to 5-8, spat the dummy – Oh. Went to Donny. Wayne Bennett made the decision. We went to Donny Fern, who was co-coach, and Donny did a deal. He said, "Well, um, you got to play five eight, but I'll let you wear the number seven. <laughs> so for the rest of the year, he wore number seven at five eight because that was hey, his jersey." Hey, did you um, did you play with the javelin, Mark Bell? Yep, yep, Belly, good player. So I played in a reserve grade uh, semi final with the javelin uh, at the Dragons. Yep. And he's brought us all in. He said, righto, boys. He said, big game. He said, pressure. Sounds, sounds got like a- Matt Nable. Come <laughs> <laughs> in here, boys. He said, you got, you got to, you know, it's a lot of pressure in these games. When the ball gets kicked to you, you've got to catch it. When they're running at you, you've got to make the tackles. It's just got to get it done, boys, all the one percenters. Anyway, first kick of the game, crossfield kick, the javelin dropped it up. <laughs> <laughs> At the next set of the game, line break, ran through the javelin. I thought, oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those days. Hey, boys, I've got a question for you guys. Yeah. Um, a bit of spitballing here, talking mm-hmm. about the Broncos. There's rumours down here that um, Adam Reynolds may have agreed to, wow. yeah, that's what I'm hearing, with the Broncos. Don't know, it hasn't been signed. Uh, no, definitely no contract signed. Would you take the gamble now Tyson. on grabbing <laughs> Sean Johnson – because he's off contract mm. at the Broncos, getting him, you know, getting him cheaper before he comes back at the Broncos or at the Bunnies? At the Broncos, yeah, love it, yeah, love it. So he's coming yeah. back. He's coming back from an uh, his Achilles injury. Yes, if he comes back and brains it, which um, I hope he does, because he's a terrific player and terrific bloke. But if you get him now before you get into a game, because the Sharks are just waiting to see how he comes yeah. back. Do you think yeah, his price tags dropped, guys, because of the ruptured Achilles and coming back without any form under his belt at the moment? I think it would be, yep. but I also think the way the game is played now, uh, he would suit this game perfectly. Absolutely. Like the, way that the rule changes and how fast and quick it is. He doesn't mm. seem to be as old. Uh, he's 30, I think, isn't he? He's 31 this year. He's, he, he seems Sean to be a bit Johnson. younger, Sean Johnson, because he looks sharp or whatever. Well, everyone's talking about Adam Reynolds' age being a deterrent, but yeah. he's he's 30 going on 31 well, himself. The Broncos coming off a, a bad injury. Broncos probably, if they're the same age... I'd take Adam Reynolds 
purely for the fact that he could sit back and he he coaches Tom Dearden, teaches him the the art of how to play halfback, and Reynolds can play six, whatever it may be. But also what it does for Kevy Walters, I believe, is that you've got another coach on the field and it makes his job a lot easier when you've got a, a player that's singing from the same they, hymn sheet. They lack direction, don't they? Yeah. When they're in trouble, they just lack that leadership or direction. They just sort of lose their way. They're all looking at each other. Mm. Um, see, I, I'm with you, Sats. I reckon Adam Reynolds would be my first choice. Yep. Boys, you know, uh, my issue with the Broncos is the smaller man has come into the game because of the rule changes. However, you can't have too many... The, I was watching them play last week. There was Dearden next to uh, Tessie New, and I'm thinking if they present this to the Panthers next week, kick out score five tries. Yeah. And they're leaving them short all the time on that side. They need bigger bodies. If I'm if I'm the Broncos, I'm going to Penrith saying, guys, give us Brent Naden. He can play fullback up here. But they need bigger bodies, boys. They, they are a small – I know they've got Jesse Arthurs playing, who's a lot taller this week, but – they need just bigger players. What about players. Corey Oates? What about Corey Oates? Can't get a start. Well, you just answer the question for me. What, what's happened to Corey Oates? Well, he's playing He's playing Intrust Super Cup. He's, he's in their extended squad this yeah. week again. And but... going well, too. Playing really well. His involvements mm. are, are great. He's playing like a back row. Still on the wing, but, but his involvements are great. So I, I, I don't know. David Mead's a fine player. But, again, I agree with you, Joe. You just need those big bodies, especially when, you know what, when, if, when you struggle to score points. And Badge and I were talking about this earlier on. When you struggle to score points, one of your one one of your greatest assets can be your your tries from kicks, and it's the same amount yeah. of points. So when you have got Xavier Coates one side, you've got Corey Oates the other. Well, you know, there you go, two men. When you're struggling, you can jag, points. jag a couple, yeah. and you're in the game. Yeah. And by the way, boys, it's it's not compulsory to play uh, two halves out on the fringes either side. We, we're so hardwired into thinking that. You know that uh, Dearden's on that side. Why would you put Dearden in front of Kikau when they play them on Thursday night? You don't have to have him in that position. You can push Why him out a bit wider. Or, or put a back rower there or something. It's not yeah. compulsory to have the halfback defend there. What do you blokes well, think? Would you do the jockey like the the UK does where the jockey, the halfback, sits just in the in behind the, yeah. the oh, defensive the line? That's what Turby Well, you used yeah. to play in behind. Mm. Yeah. Well, come in when you... When you need it. Hey, um, hey, lads, I want to talk to you about another bloke from Queensland that's going on. And this, this has kind of been my, um, my uh, comparison or contrast to Anthony Milford, who, on the big money, expected to get the you know, job done most of the time or get his side out of trouble, but, but hasn't been. And yet Sam Walker, after two games, Fletch, you know, him at the Roosters, what he, what he did in that second half to get the side you know, out of trouble against the Sharks was uh, – you Normally reserve that for a much more mature player. With... Would he be buying a drink in Bondi at the moment, Sam Walker? Oh, Fletch goes all right. No, no. Yeah. We don't drink. We don't drink beer. We drink turmeric lattes. Don't we? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, of course. Remember Andrew Johns' debut against South when he scored yes. 23, 23 points, yep. twenty four points, and, and Brandon, and and from then on he just yeah. kept going. I think this, considering the opposition and where the situation was, this was more impressive yeah. than what Andrew Johns did. The fact that they target him in the first half, and he, he had a pretty tough first half. Mm. But then as an 18-year-old, they're behind 18-4. He did have a little help in the forwards. But then to, I, I just found it astonishing that he just went, right, give me the ball. Unbelievable. Try, took on took on um, the line, scored, and then threw those two perfectly. Yeah. I, I just thought for an 18-year-old kid, rather than sitting back and be have a lot of head noise from the – as you would yep. as a yeah. kid in your, first, in your first second game. I just thought that just showed. He says I'm going to be the difference. Yeah, you know, the way you finish yeah, the game he, is really important. I, I I think he plays Origin in the next two years for Queensland. Yeah. I think that's how good he is. 
You've yeah. written off Boys, DCE I, I, already. I've got a text through here. This yep. is from Bruce from Park Lee, and he says, this is a social dilemma question that I thought I'd go to you two. Yeah. So Chappelle Corby gets a start on Dancing with the Stars. Wow. How is she a star? She's literally a convicted criminal that served time. She's now out making thousands of dollars while the rest of us that actually follow the law, well, not all of us do that, have to work for average pay. Thoughts? A lot of people don't like her. I've got a soft spot for her. Really? Well, when I saw her on, um, what was the SAS? SAS. I thought, she's bloody, she's done a time. Yep. And she, she didn't say she's a star. Maybe it should be dancing with the notorious. But, she, <laughs> but you know, she's just doing you know her what, best. Though? Trying oh, to get a life just, back together. Just on that, um, and you spoke about maths earlier, I understand there's a chance of a celebrity maths. Wouldn't that be some viewing? Oh, that'd be outstanding. Wouldn't that be you outstanding? You know who goes in? The candy man. My son used to wash his cars when he was 15. He used to wash oh, his Lamborghinis and, and his... And his Rolls Royces. Who's that, that so the one that you don't you don't like this time round? What's your what'd you call her? The Paul's head or Oh Beck. Beck. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> who who would you want to line her up with? Good. Which which football? Rebecca Judd. Oh, I you, she does look like Rebecca Judd, doesn't she? She goes out yeah. with the AFL. She's married to the AFL player Ryan at the moment. Um and Ryan? Jake. 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 Yeah. yeah, oh you know what? If He's, in his day, in his day, I would have liked to match her with Craig Greenhill, Knuckles. Oh. Former, <laughs> former Queensland front rower. What a champion! Oh, he you is. know what? He'd, he'd sort her out. Oh, oh, oh yes. I'm not going there. Oh, oh dear. Uh, <laughs> mate, I'm with you. I'm, I'm not you. First man sent off in Origin. Yeah. He wouldn't mess with knuckles. Mm. No. Nah. Uh, I used to. I used to love when he'd go out on the drink and he would wear. Uh, he'd go out when we had the neck brace. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be out on the on the town with the neck brace on. That's right. All right, good on you, lads. We'll uh, we'll catch up with you next week. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. I think you like this one, Badge. And, and you too, Jack. So have you got your response, whether you like it or you don't? You have. Okay, mm. thumbs up. Okay, so it's one of those walked into a bar jokes, which I love. They're my favourite jokes. L- long face. Yeah, uh, Cana- the Canadian Highway and the German Autobahn. Of course, yeah, they're like freeways. Yeah. They walk into a bar and they sit next to each other. And the Autobahn looks at the, uh, the highway and says, the Canadian Highway, and says, hey, hey, you're like, I'm the badass highway in the world. I don't have a speed limit. I can handle anything. I'm the toughest road on the planet. And the Canadian Highway says, chill out, dude. Come on, we'll just here to have some lunch and have a couple of drinks. And no, do- no need to try and get in a fight here. It's all right. So the two sit together for a while, the autobahn, the German autobahn and the Canadian highway. <laughs> and all of a sudden the, the doors open up and the Canadian and the, the German autobahn takes one look at the newcomer walking in the bar and he, he just jumps the bar and hides underneath the, the bar. The Canadian highway, anyway, he looks over the top of the bar and he, he says to the German autobahn, he said, what happens? You told me you were badass. You're scared of nothing. He goes, I might be badass, but him, he's a psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, if you get over that. <laughs> Did you like that, Jack? If you get over no, that, no, that's good. Good. please come back to the show. That's it from us, Badge. Uh, another show tomorrow night for Sports Day for Kia. Introducing the all-new Kia Carnival, Australia's first GUV. See you then. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.